FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to the Renthal Reaction Podcast with the news that 2020 Supercross, Monster Energy Supercross, is restarting. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to that, and uh, stoked to do a Renthal Reaction Podcast. It's been a while. Thanks to the folks at Renthal, whether it's the uh, old 7 8 bar that they made their name on way back uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, the Twin Wall Bar, the uh, Fat Bar, or the new Fat Bar 36 that Ken Roxon runs. Renthal will have you covered when it comes to your handlebar needs. The winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century, Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport where they have more titles than all the competing brands combined. Uh, they're unsurpassable, over 222 U.S. titles, 213 world titles. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal Factory has been helping world-class racers achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Hashtag grab life by the bars, Renthal.com for more information on there. And with me to talk about the resumption of 2020 Monster Energy Supercross is Renthal's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Yeah, good intro, Steve. We're back. Um, Supercross is back. We are. We are <laughs> kind of. We actually finally have something definitive to react to. Yeah, we right? we, kicked, I, we kicked around a few <laughs> ideas, and it was kind of like, well, I mean, we don't really know. So yeah, exactly. Uh, how's things so, at Renthal? How's everything going with the shutdown in England? Of course, under different different sort of uh, governing than uh, the USA. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely had its effect on us, right? We had to abide by some government lockdowns in the UK. Um, it's obviously different over there than it is here, and I would say they're, you know, the consensus you know, in talking that they've always they're about a you know a few weeks behind us and things that have happened here that then happen over there. So, um, yeah, it's had its effect on the business. Um, we've made adjustments, but um, but I, you know, I think we're all kind of optimistic and, and, and now hopeful that we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully we just we can get out of this mess. Right. So yeah. just go back to normalcy. Yeah, hopefully for sure. And uh, when Kenny Roxon comes back, he'll be running the Fat Bar 36, which is something you released before the season and uh, and all of that. And then Eli's got the old good old uh, um, Fat Bar. Fat Bar. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Cooper right oh, behind him. And AC so. runs a twin wall. AC's on the twin AC wall. AC runs a AC's a twin wall guy. Yeah, 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 I don't want I don't want people to forget about sprockets too. Obviously, yep. great great sprockets. But yeah, we are. I would say we're firmly in the hunt for the 450 championship. So that's exciting. <laughs> do we have anybody on the seven eights bar, Paul? <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. Jeff Stanton. Oh Jeff yeah, Stanton. six six time. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. We just sent him about six pairs or seven pairs of at seven eights for all his vintage bikes. He yeah, just wanted yeah. the same bend on every single bike. So yeah, <laughs> still out there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> six time, still running seven eights. Not surprising either, by the way. So yeah. okay, well, look, it's been rumored for a while, and uh, obviously after round ten, after Daytona, the series went on pause for this COVID nineteen thing. It's been rumored for a while to be May thirty first, and privately, I was a little skeptical because I'm like, hey, listen, if this is May thirty first. And it was supposed to be Glendale. Uh, we need to get this thing going. People need to know what's going on. And uh, But May 14th, hey, I guess better late than never for this announcement. But instead of Glendale, Paul, we are going to Salt Lake City. Yeah. So, um, I mean, man, such a fluid situation, right? We've been hearing rumors and rumors, and it's been changing daily. And I think that's why we haven't done one of these podcasts. But, but um, you know, I, I, I think the theme through everything that has happened is is compromise and change. And that has to be something that everybody is willing to deal with. Right. So, um, yeah, May 14th, we we are just over two weeks away. Right. From going racing. And while I'm sure that's not ideal in some people's minds, 
honestly, who cares, man? Like it, it, we got to adapt yeah. and we got to change and we got to try to make some moves back to normalcy. And, um, so I think it's positive. Uh, uh, me part me, I think, I still think the, the plan to get it done after outdoors would have been better. Yeah. Um, but you know, Hey, we're here. This is the decision to make. This is what yeah. Feld has to do. And they have lots of reasons for the reasons they're doing things. A lot of things that you and I don't know. Right. So yeah. I'm on, I'm on board, you know? Yeah. I so. mean, look, they're taking a financial hit by this. Uh, they probably, I probably, I don't know for sure. Had they waited, they probably could have had some fans in the stands. We look like NFL starting up and everything else had they waited to the fall, but the teams were pretty adamant on getting it going. So I think the teams kind of drove the decision here. Do you know any reason why we're at Salt Lake instead of Glendale? I'd heard that the cases uh, ticked up in, in Arizona, but then of course, uh, two, three days ago, the Arizona governor came out and said, hey, they're open for business for um, for the um, uh, uh, sports teams to go there. So um, any idea why we switched? Yeah, I, I think it's because of venue availability. Um, I think that I think that the Arizona Stadium must have scheduled some events that were conflicting with what Supercross was trying to achieve. And basically, Supercross trying to rent the venue for damn near a month. And I don't think... I it's my hunch that that option was taken off the table and that's why we had to look elsewhere, look right. to other cities. I mean, so that's, that's my feeling. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the, the Utah department of health services is going to be involved with this. The governor's involved with this. Uh, of course the Utah sports commission has been a big part of this because they apparently wrote a check to have the final round there this year at, under, under normalcy. So the, the state of Utah, the sports commission, obviously great partners with the folks at Feld. So it's, it's easy to see that end of things going once Glendale fell apart. Uh, we're going to be at altitude for all seven rounds. It's a Sunday. It's basically it's uh, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Um, what about that schedule, Paul, for racers? You know, I, I, I like it personally. And, but again, you have to have change in your mind when you're looking at any of this. It's not ideal, right? To some guys are like, I'm sure some people are going to be like, how the hell am I going to practice? Well, why do you got to practice? You're racing on Sunday. You have two days off. You race again. Why do you need to practice on either one of those days? So I think that's the attitude that needs to be taken. I don't think you have to. I mean, we're the only professional motorsport where practicing does happen. Everything else is just private tests or whatnot. So I think two days off, um, maybe some guys feel they have to need ride on one of those other days and they'll have yeah. to sort that out themselves. But I think it's going to be practically impossible to achieve based on what I've heard is going to happen with, um, you know, kind of testing and, and watching everybody through all this. Yeah. I've talked to a couple of team people today. Uh, you talked to one as well, Paul, a different one than I did. And it seems like you're going to, they're going to want people there from what I hear 48 hours before the race, um, to make sure that they're cleared of testing. They're going to do temperature checks on people. I'm, I'm unclear if there's actually going to be COVID-19 testing going on or not. I heard both things. Um, so we'll see about that. Limited number of media allowed, uh, limited number of riders, the, uh, the cutoff for the riders. And this makes perfect sense for me. Uh, usually they, so what they normally do is cap entries at 80 and then, uh, they take 40 to the night show, uh, for a normal super cross. Well, now they're just doing 40 riders for the 450 class based on standings at, and top 100 numbers. If they don't have enough guys on the standings, which I don't believe they do. I don't think 40 guys have points this year and 250 class, same idea. Uh, Paul, for, for, for the number of riders being let in and the media and all that, I'm fine with this. This is, it's fine to limit media and it's fine to limit the riders and make it 40 only. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something that isn't negotiable if this plan is to go ahead in, in May, June, like we're talking, right? So, yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I, I think um, there's probably a lot of people that want to go to the race, obviously, that aren't going to be able to. But, you know, again, shit, shit's not normal right now. So you can't get everything that you want. So I think that's something that they have to operate within. And, and um, yeah, it, I'm sure there's lots of discussion happening about who can come? How many people are you bringing? This guy, this guy, that guy. So I think, um, maybe, you know, there's a lot of people at a Supercross, especially on the Supercross floor that, in my opinion, don't need to be down there. So um, maybe this is uh, maybe this can end up being a good thing. Yeah, it's going to be weird to have a race with no fans. That's for sure. Just just empty stadium. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Will they have the fireworks? Will they have all that? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, know? as if I was down there racing, I think that would kind of suck yeah um i i i'm sure the riders feed off some of the energy you know of of the fans but at the same time there might be some riders that excel in this in this type of a format because maybe they don't get as nervous yeah so yeah who knows who knows um uh it'll be interesting to see yeah who makes the cut who doesn't you know obviously there's some riders like hunter lawrence uh ready to race now right and uh and, 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 you know, he's been out. But I guess he's got a national number, so he's fine. They'll get him in that way. Um, there'll, there'll be some guys, you know, Ben LeMay is a guy I'm thinking of that, you know, maybe won't get to race. I don't know. Um, you know, so there'll be some guys pissed off about that. But, again, what are you going to do? It's not perfect. Um, from what I gather, I've already talked to a couple of team guys that are – these teams are renting houses and they're staying there uh, or, or hotels and they're staying there the entire time. Nobody's leaving, Paul. That's kind of what the vibe I get from everybody. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at the schedule and, and budgeting, and, and I think that's the best, the best approach, right? You can rent a house for a month, probably for three grand or so, put your entire team in it. And that's a lot cheaper than flying everybody back and forth. But again, I, I don't think, I almost think there was some de- deliberacy, if that's a word, um, in Feld's, in Feld's plan with this schedule that, that coincides with testing is that I, I think again, because you're racing Sunday, when, day and a 48 hour test window i think it makes it impossible for people to leave um so and that's probably deliberate i'm with you on that but again you know there's no borders you know this is a free country i don't know how they're going to monitor that and how they're going to check on that you know what i mean they're they want everybody in a bubble sure they want everybody in the state at least and all that but i don't know how they're going to really check on that but i think that's the ideal thing yeah, so so like I don't know enough about it. You heard a forty-eight hour thing, and so did I. So does that mean they have to be tested before each race forty-eight hours prior? I under from what I understand, it, once you you're testing before the first round, and then you're not, you're not supposed to be leaving. But I can't see how they can enforce that. Yeah, I don't see how they could either. I, I, I you can't right. I mean, there's like you said, yeah, there's no reason to. There's there's nothing to to hold them there to do that. So. Um, yeah, and I'm right. sure that's that's up for debate amongst a bunch a bunch of di- a bunch of different riders, right? Like Eli yeah. is is what would his home base be the closest to this race? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Um, right? Compared to anyone else, yeah. So I'm sure there's, you know, the people saying, "Well, hey, he's going to get to go home. What the hell? It's lines up for him." Well, yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Uh, but how are you going to stop that? Uh, even if you, even you if, even if you. Uh, do it on the down low and you don't tell anybody and you just leave town and yeah. you practice for a day and you come back to Salt Lake. I'm, I'm five hours away. I could drive very easily. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're going to enforce that, but from the people I talk to, Paul, and we'll get more clarity as we we go along, uh, there, there's a, there is some confusion as far as that part of it goes. There, there'll be masks used in temperature checks and a COVID test before the series, and that's all I seem to be able to get. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal for sure. And, and you have to, I try to look at every situation from all angles too. And if you're looking at it from Feld's side, they have a lot of things they have to try to accomplish and they know they're not going to accommodate everybody. All the teams made it very clear that they wanted Supercross to happen before outdoors. Well, now you got your wish. So now if you want to complain about something else, yeah. then hey, maybe that complaint wouldn't have been an issue if we went after motocross. So I think a lot of people just need to just deal with it. Yeah, I got a tweet today from somebody who said, what about the, this doesn't seem very safe for the riders. And I'm like, yeah, it's not ideal, but what are you going to do, bro? What are you yeah. going to do? Like, everyone needs to suck this thing up and, and get going and get these seven rounds in. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There's no doubt in my mind, Paul, with this announcement today that this favors Eli Tomac. We're at elevation and the same kind of dirt. Um, yeah, sure. I, I, I guess elevation, I guess, yeah, for sure. He has an advantage. Um, but, uh, but you know, with, with racing two days in between, I, I just, I think it throws a lot of, uh, a lot of variables into everyone's kind of normal preparation that I think it's going to be the ability for some people to rise to the occasion and be better than, than what you think and, and maybe advantages or, or yeah no and, yeah. and we don't know what people have been doing on the break we have no idea what anybody's been doing on this break so the, all of the right. all of the prep or lack of prep whatever which way could show up and it don't matter where you're at or what's going on for racers yeah yeah i mean at the you know there's a saying that i've had with a bunch of my friends that the cream oh it's not a saying with a bunch of my friends, but the cream always rises to the top right if you put everybody on a circle track the best guy is uh, gonna eventually end up winning so i i don't know i yeah, what, yeah, as far as advantages go, the best guy's going to end up winning, I think. Um, yeah, uh, well, we'll see what happens there. Renthal.com for more information on the Fat Bar 36 or any of their products. Sprockets as well. I need a sprocket for a 91 CR500, by the way. Paul, let's get, let's, let's get that rolling. We have, a nice, we have a nice tool on our website called the uh, Fit My Bike Tool, and you can put your bike in there and see if we have one. I know you have one. I used them oh. back in the day. I know that. Oh, I just need it. Oh, perfect. Send, send it to me ASAP. No. Are you asking me for product on the podcast? Yes. I'm gonna charge you for it. I think. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> hey, we lost. Uh, we lost a showdown, which kind of sucks. But with the final round, will be a showdown. So that's good. We'll get our East West, you know, showdown, which is good. Uh, we're going. The first three rounds are the East because they were they had the least number of races going in, obviously, and then uh, the next two are West. We'll wrap it with an east. Around 16 will be an east, and then there'll be an east-west. Um, they had to figure out somehow how to do that. And that's the part about leaving town. Like, the east guy's going to have two weeks, two-week break, or two two races off, two weeks, two races off, uh, you know, and, they, and are they just supposed to sit there? Of course not. Same with the west guys. The west guys don't need to be there until uh, June 10th, you know. Yep. So yep. all of that's a, a very fluid situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just going to have to work it out. And I'm sure I'm sure we can work it out. But again, the, I think the theme of this podcast is none of this is going to be ideal, and everyone's yeah. going to have to compromise. And that's so why. okay. So years from now, Paul, when Roxon's the championship champion, let's say, or or Eli, whatever, um, or Cooper, or Cooper, do, do we always say yeah? But they did those seven rounds in three weeks. Um, how long until I mean, how long until me and the media, Paul? I hear yeah, some. There we I, go. I hear some there complaining about this. Right there we go. It's it's you guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. This is the weirdest championship ever, um, and and it's not going to be like a normal one, which sucks for the guy that wins it, especially if it's Eli or Kenny. It'd be their first one, and it wouldn't be a normal one. And I'm probably sure they're going to be like, man, I, I 
I want to win a normal one. This is there's a lot of implications of this besides just the scheduling, you know, money involved and celebration and it's just not going to feel the same, which sucks. It, it's but yeah. it's yeah. it's the cards we've been dealt. And that's yeah. just that's the way it is. There's there's I'm sure, you know, the Supercross champion is going to be bummed on some things, but there's a lot of other people in right. the country and the world that have bigger problems. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's interesting. One of the teams I talked to today said, hey, if you have a fever, you're not going to be allowed in. And and that, well, so, OK, I get that. I understand that. That makes sense. However, a fever doesn't necessarily mean you have COVID-19. And if Ken Roxon walks in because he has a bit of a fever and he's not allowed to race, but it's actually just a normal cough or cold. Oh, man, that can of worms, Parabinos. I don't even want to imagine going there. I'm with you, and I think that's going to be a goddamn mess, and, <laughs> and, and it's going to happen to somebody. Yeah. Hopefully, it does not happen to the title contenders because that's going to be even a bigger mess. But right. I mean, Cooper and Zach Osborne raced Anaheim one with a fever. Of course, yeah, yeah. So what if Kenny goes through the 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 you know I don't know the temperature check and he has a fever and then they say that? Uh, How does that make things fair? I don't know, and that's what I'm Oof. saying. Like. I understand the temperature checks. That's a very uh, start of sort of getting this COVID-19 virus. So that's where it starts. You get a fever, you get a sore throat, and, and you go on from there. Uh, so that's the first thing, first sign. So that's what you're testing, and I get it. But that doesn't always mean you're going to get coronavirus. So, uh, right. yeah, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Feld does. The Utah, uh, the, the medical people in Utah have to make that decision. I don't have to, but God help us all if that if that, if that goes down. Kenny Roxon, you know, Dean, Dean starts dns one night yeah and that's and that again I, I i mean i think feld would have to take the position that hey if they have to draw lines right they have to and there there is legal implications oh yeah they're yeah. going to be liable for all sorts of things right so they have to draw lines and i'm sure they've told the teams that hey if you test this or that you're not going to be able to race simple as that so that means that these title contenders are going to have to go to extreme measures to make sure that they don't get sick mm -hmm. and what maybe that means that hey we can't take the risk of leaving to go practice or do like yeah we're bringing the, we're bringing the bus to salt lake city you go from the bus to your dirt bike to the bus for three weeks yeah. that's how you win this title and you yeah. don't get sick yeah yeah maybe so um i brought up you know as a former mechanic well you are too but um you know you go out there on a race uh on a sunday and uh your bike doesn't something breaks on your bike and the team you know typically okay take the broken part back to California, analyze the part, uh, what broke, why did it break, what do we need to fix for you know the next race so that we don't have this issue again. Well, this is on a Sunday. You have Monday, you have Tuesday, you can't leave Utah, you got to somehow figure it out, and you're racing Wednesday, and we got to fix whatever broke in two, day, like two days. And I've been part of those fire drills, as have you. Uh, that's I don't envy that. That's going to suck for these guys. Again, another layer to think about when in terms of, you know, everyone's making a sacrifice and that's going to happen. But if that happens, Paul, uh, man, that's going to be tough on these teams. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a, a, a another layer, right, that that people are going to have to deal with. And I think that's um, – I think it's an opportunity for the – for the best guys to rise and the best teams to rise. Right. So the best prepared teams, the ones with the best bikes, the, the best organization, um, you know, the reliable motorcycle, the teams that can I, I, again, I, when you want to be a supercross champion, it takes more than just a rider. And, and I yeah. think this is an opportunity for these teams to, to, you know, just when it comes to a wheel change, and if you can do a wheel change in 30 seconds compared to two minutes, 
it makes a difference in in points and how your rider finishes. I think this is just another layer that that you have to be prepared. You have to be ready. If something yeah. goes wrong, yeah. I'm sure that these big teams are going to have yeah. you know Trey Kennard in California ready to test with the test rider, make a change and, right. and drive the part to Salt Lake City. I don't know, you know. So, Who, give me a rider. Ah, this might be a little unfair, but give me. I don't care. It'll be good for a Renthal reaction. <laughs> give me a rider you think is just going to show up and go through the motions, Paul. To somebody who's like probably not doing their, you know, been buckling down in this in this quarantine time. Um, man, that's just gonna go through the motions. Yeah, like like somebody's gonna be like, okay, I'll race. Here we go. Like, all right, cool. Drop the gates. <laughs> you know, because there's gonna there's gonna be a couple of guys who we look at with their eyebrows up, like, oh, what have you been doing? I see. I don't know about no? that. Okay. Like, I don't know. I mean, how 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 bad of like a downturn could you have taken in the in the amount that we've? Been? I, I think everyone's been staying for the most part active, and they're professional riders. They get paid to ride. I know people took breaks right. on turn training, but I don't think. I don't know. I right. honestly can't think of one. I can't think of one. I could see a guy like AC rising rising up on this and coming out yeah. and just whooping everyone's butt. I could see that. I think that's the better question. I think it's who's going to show up now. Right. It's essentially a fresh series. Um, kinda, you know, that who's going to show up. I kind of think there's only one answer to my first question though. Is, is the 2-2 going to be into this? <laughs> is the, is, oh, is Chad. <laughs> is the 2-2 um, going to be into this? He's a guy that came to, to my mind. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe he is the, uh, I, the best answer to that question because it's his farewell tour. Um, this is kind of like kind of taking the rug from underneath his farewell tour, right? He doesn't get that last round blowout with all the fans, with all the friends. Like it's it's not going to feel the same, and that sucks, right? Yeah, no, that's so, why I think he's yeah. back next year. I think he's back next I, year. I think so too. Yeah. Like, and why not? You know, yeah, yeah. So, he's just switched bikes. I mean, he's but he's been ready and willing to go racing right through all of this, which is cool because. He switched bikes. Nobody else switched bikes, and he's still ready to go racing. So, yep. Yep. you know, I think that just shows I, – I, I like I, – obviously, we all know Chad is gritty and he's old school, and I, I appreciate that even more in times like this, I guess. And what about Jason Anderson, who's been got a known issue with altitude sickness, right? So I Talk guess, about being dealt a bad hand there, right? right we, go from, right. we go from talking about Arizona, where he is grew up – you know, miles down the road in New Mexico and ridden on dirt similar, and he's always done good there and that hard pack stuff. And now we're going to somewhere where he's granted he's got his first win here at this stadium, yeah. but yeah, he yeah. has a known problem of altitude sickness. So yeah. I don't know how he's right. going to deal with this. Do you see yourself going to any of these if they let you? Oh, I don't. I don't see how no. I would be invited, right. or you know, I I I don't need to be there. Right. Um, if I am invited, uh, maybe I would attend the last one or two to to help crown champions and right. and and be there to support uh, our rental riders for that. But, um, but yeah, my, yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's other people that need to go in front of me. So right. I'm not stressed. It, it's going to be bizarre. It is going to be bizarre. <laughs> the whole thing's going to be weird, but, but cool. I'm glad we're going racing. Cause I've been running out of things to talk about on the pulp show. We've talked about <laughs> quads and we've talked about, uh, hot tubs. And so, yeah, I'm glad we're going to have something to talk about. It's going to be action packed, man. I can't, it's going to be cool. I, I, I think it's. I think. I guess a positive of this is is our sport is going to be on NBC, and hopefully, you know, prime time. Hopefully, that will 
bring some awareness to our sport. I don't think it'll make a big difference. We've had all these things kind of happen in the past. We've had these big sponsors here and go and X games where you've talked about it all. You've ranted about it all. So I, I think it is positive, but at the other hand, the country we live in and you know how things are now, I'm sure there's going to be the, the people out there that are saying, look at these dirty dirt bikers. They don't care about COVID. They're having their damn, their event. There's always going to be the naysayers, right. That get the backlash, but yeah. um, Well, NASCAR is going first, so let them get it first. But, uh, you know, the country's slowly opening up and, and, and whatever side of you stand on that, I think it's time. I really do. It's, it's unfortunate, but I just don't know how much longer the economy can go like this, right? So um, that's yeah, another I'm topic for another day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Renthal.com, Renthal Reaction. Supercross is coming back. Uh, seven rounds. Buckle up because uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. Really, the only the only uh, losers out of this whole thing are people who back riders and then they go and get ACL surgeries. That's the only losers oh. out of this whole thing. That's it. Yeah, you got screwed there for sure, and uh, I feel bad for RJ and his timing and trying to do that. But yeah, knees suck. I just went through an ACL, obviously, so that's awful. He can't. He's he's gonna miss him. No, I um, think he's gonna try. That's the word. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's that's even wow. tougher, right? So uh, I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, look, hey, listen, uh, you know, I think early on they were all told it wasn't gonna happen until after after the nationals, so people made decisions based on that, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, well, hey, let let let's talk title stuff. Like, who do you think? I mean, give me your picks. How do you think well, it's gonna transpire? Because I pulled up the points and I just realized that Barsha's only a couple points behind Cooper too. I'm hey, not saying if he's Barsha gets he's top in. three. He gets an auto renewal from Yamaha. There you go. See, there's incentives out there. Yeah, and uh, so no, I. I uh, I think I like Tomac still. I I liked them before, and now I I I I'm gonna go with uh, the dirt and the elevation. Everything playing into into Eli's hands a little bit more than Kenny's, even though maybe you don't agree. So I'll take Eli to to bring this thing home. Um, and I love Sexton was absolutely the class of the field on the East. So I think it's I think that'll be easy. And uh, Ferrandis was absolutely the class of the field on the West. And I. I don't look at any of those three guys I just picked as uh, you know not being sharp, not staying on it, all of that um, while the, all on this break. So I like all the three points leaders to to carry on. Yeah, I mean I can't fully disagree with you, right? I guess I guess the only thing that brings up is hey, we had had this big, big, big break, and now we're kind of restarting. So who is the one that's going to come in and steal the momentum? And and, and the thing that I kind of like about this is is and i think any racer will tell you this when when you go to like an amateur national or something if, if the first moto goes well usually the whole week goes well and i think with races being strung so close together there's not going to be much kind of change is what i'm thinking so yeah. i think the guy that yeah. comes out and wins wins round one i think he's going to be on fire the whole way and i think it's going to be hard to I think the first race is really important. I almost think you have to look at it like almost like a seven moto format and you have to be in the hunt in the beginning and try to stay there because, um, yeah, I don't know. Momentum's a funny thing. And I think you can really get it going quickly and it, this thing will be yeah. over, you know, in three weeks. So, you know, I like that. I think you're, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. The, the early races will be important because not everybody's going to be on their sharp, their game. Not everyone's going to be hundred percent sharp. That's just a fact of life. And, but if you can pick a, pull off a win, early and get into that sharpness and get in some confidence you're right that'll that'll keep the ball rolling you know so um so which guy out of the three is most like is is uh is most likely to be upset if there is an upset in your mind which of the three like heart 
What do you mean? Like heartbroken that they don't win? Yeah. Um. No, 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 no. What I mean was, okay, we all think the three points leaders are going to do this, but if there's one that's not, which is the most, vul- oh. which is the most vulnerable? Um. Well, let's. So Sexton has what a ten point lead. Um. What is what is Ferrandis's points lead? I don't, you know? I don't even know the website anymore on how to pull up, pull up points. <laughs> we have been so disconnected. I'm it's, pulling it up. I'm pulling it up too. It, When's it, the last time the West guys even raced? San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. God knows. It seems like two years ago. Oh my goodness. Okay. So Ferrandis has what is that? Seven points over Justin Cooper. It looks like. Um. You know. I think. Uh, Hey, this might be going out on a limb, and I, I'll probably be very wrong. But I'll say, I'll say, Ferrandis. Okay. Just be, just because he's typically not started a series always very well. I brought that up on Fantasy Podcast. Yeah. Justin Cooper always has. Fortner yep. always has. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But who knows? Okay. Who knows? Right. That's well, why we go racing. <laughs> listen, we're, there's going to be a hell of a lot of Moto sixty and Pulp MX Fantasy podcasts coming asap every day. The, right up your tailpipe, everybody. Dude, it's gonna, no one's going to be able to keep up with the content coming out, especially <laughs> fantasy and yeah, the, and the Moto Sixties. I mean, we're going to have to turn around handicaps quick here. Do we, do we pray but for? It's going to be action packed. Pray for Marks or no? I think he'll be fine. Okay. I think it'll be okay. I think he'll be good. All right. Uh, Renthal.com, Renthal reaction to uh, 2020 Supercross Series getting restarted. Uh, seven rounds in Salt Lake City. Uh, again, Renthal.com for more information. And if you have any sort of handlebar questions, we've been getting a few. Um, go to rental.com. Paul talked about this when he was in studio. There's a, uh, a, a handlebar um, a chart there, and you can enter any kind of measurements you want. It'll tell you what kind of bar to get from rental, a part number and yeah. everything. So it's very handy. People it go, is. It's check really out, cool. Check out the website. Yeah, do that. So I have a question for you, Steve. So with, yes. I think we're getting a lot of new guys back, right? Like let's, let's talk about these new guys that maybe we haven't seen race or that are coming back from injury. So AC, Savachi, Tickle, uh, Hunter Lawrence, um, Jet Lawrence. Does Jet Lawrence win? Does AC win? Like, you know, I think, I think there's a lot to, to chat about, which is, which is pretty exciting yeah. that we're going to have full gates. Yep, absolutely. I'm excited. We'll see. I think Adam will come out balls out. Uh, other than that, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I'm not. not yeah, really, I'll, really I'll sure. take Adam and Jet and to win win the, win one of these things. And maybe the next next Renthal reaction pod will be like, well, so what the hell's going to happen to the Nationals? Because the two people I, I talked to today, the two people I talked to today, are like, we don't know about starting the Nationals right after we're stuck in Utah for three weeks. So, so yeah. some of the rumors I've heard uh, are, are already leading towards a shorter National Series than what you know than eleven even. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, right? So, um, okay. Well, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Rental.com for more information. And we're going racing, man. I'm excited. So thanks for doing this. Yeah. Take care. See you.